This episode of Let's Meet is made possible by Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, a contemporary take on a classic American frontier food, and mmm, it's delicious. Stake your claim at 1201 Broadway in beautiful Cincinnati, Ohio. Phone number 513-381-2666. Website boomtownbiscuitsandwhiskey.com. Hello. Yeah. Let's meet. Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Hey. Let's Howdy. meet. Hey, bro. On the 55th Hi. episode of Let's Meet Part One of Three, we have our first musician. Let's our guest you. is one of the hardest working musicians nice in Cincinnati. Our guest moves to Covington and gets a train. The railroad company is in real trouble, and Michael shares his view of children. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another installment of your. Second favorite podcast, Let's Meet. I'm Michael. And I'm Tim. And we are the true crime podcast that does not get around to the true crime. We have good intentions. <laughs> we always start well. Yeah, we, and we, we never end it. We want to. We want to do things that make you uh, excited that are, as the kids would say, because this is a buzzword at all the junior highs, titillated. Oh, is that the new buzzword? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's There's lit, there's fam, there's titillated. It's a and really then, long word for, you know. Well, yeah, they have to balance out the lit. Look, <laughs> you, can't, you can't be a hundred percent dumb, just seventy-five. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a vocabulary word in there, uh, like iridocyclitis, which I do not know what it is. <laughs> Save for that Vine video of that kid from the spelling bee. It will be in the uh, the text of this podcast. <laughs> the, the little liner notes. Yeah, we'll have we'll have full <laughs> yeah. definition everything. That. You'll get your learn on. <laughs> um, we are back again just for you, all eight of you, because now there are eight listeners, I'm sure of it. There's at least two new ones in Chicago. <laughs> After we did that whole Chicago episode yeah. where we took over? Yeah. yeah we took over we Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We came, we did the whole podcast live from the city of Chicago. It was and- just from the L train, which... All you could hear really was... Well, it's not a good episode. No. <laughs> it's really... <laughs> we're still editing it. <laughs> you did your best. You did your very best. And I commend it. So we're here and we're ready to rock and roll. Speaking of rock and roll, we have a musical guest tonight. Oh, this is our first musical guest, isn't it? Isn't it exciting? It is exciting. Musical guest! I set up microphones and brought out a guitar. I did my best Don Pardo from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> musical. We're the musical guest! So, without further ado, uh, our guest tonight, as mentioned, is a musician of local note. She has, as Tim discovered, uh, she's very popular. And what is it? Oh, I looked at Reverb Nation, and I believe that you're number one in the Cincinnati area. The kids are... Which is pretty nice, because I think our band is number 413. Really? As of today. Yes! (laughs) Moving on up! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are climbing the charts. Hashtag oddly okay. <laughs> so she, you can catch her performing a solid 350 days a year. I'm pretty sure, according to her Facebook posts. Um, <laughs> my wife, Gloria, and I got to uh, enjoy her music at the the establishment known as Lucius Q, across the street from unofficial sponsors, Boomtown, Bicky and Wiki. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's meet... Kyla Manus. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You did it. You made it. You made it to let's meet. There's nowhere to go but sideways. Hey, that's fine. (laughs) Great. All right, so let's get to the the meat of the bones. Okay. You're 27. 
Almost. True? Yes. Okay, almost. so earlier when you told me you were 27, you didn't say almost. <laughs> oh, well, 27 in January. Okay, because yeah. Kyla, you went straight, you strong-armed 27. And I think I've just already, like, just accepted it, like, that I'm, like... 27's a great age. <laughs> My wife has been 27 for... Several years now. My wife was never 27. She skipped over it. She went from 26 to 28, and she called it 20 great. And you know what? I just repaid you back for your lie because I made all that stuff up. I'm a liar too, Kyle. <laughs> Take it mine, mine wasn't a lie. <laughs> but I'm getting an evil lie. All right. Yeah, we have a... Uh, this is our. We just mentioned this is our first ever live podcast because spouses are in the room drinking wine. <laughs> And that's great. Yay, <laughs> yeah, Lauren, Tim's wife said hooray. I'm pretty sure my wife Gloria gave a solid boo. She booed us from the couch. And I feel it's appropriate. It's okay. Yeah, it's oddly okay. All right, Kyla, are you are you a Cincinnati area native? Yes. So I'm from Fairfield. Yay. Born and raised. So I've lived here my whole life. Right on. Yeah. And I uh, just moved to Covington two weeks ago. So Covington. Yeah. <laughs> C-Town represent. That's, that's where we live. Yep. That's where this podcast <laughs> takes lives. place. It lives. It resides. Mm-hmm. You get to enjoy the occasional train mm-hmm. rattling your windows. My whole house. The whole thing. My whole house. Not even the Oh, windows. you're right there. Yeah, I'm right, right there next the... to it. Yeah. Like it, and it's, uh, I always know when it's close to 4 a.m. because I can hear it screeching. And then everything starts shaking really, really hard. And Do you ever wonder why it has its brakes on for that long? Seriously, it's the entire time. It's just like this long screech for like 10 minutes. I'm just like, okay, well. I think there's one train in the front that's actually on the track. So it's just dragging. <laughs> and all the rest of the thing. Yeah. I feel like if we looked out there, they'd be sideways. Mm-hmm. Just all the way down. Yeah, the railroad company is in trouble, guys. If you, have, <laughs> if you can go to their Wikipedia page and donate and help the railroad get back on track, but um, pretty good, right? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Read Atlas Shrugged. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and I will. That's a great book. Um, <laughs> this is going very well. <laughs> so you've been there for a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. You're infested with oh, trains. You're so, so new. <laughs> you, like that train bothers you every single morning. It's right actually now. not been too bad. Like it's it's I notice it, but like it's not it's not something that I'm like, God, why did I move here? Like it's fine. Well it's you're like, you're a musician now. Yeah. yeah I have a train. That guy's I got a train. <laughs> but you're a musician, so you're probably still awake anyway. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm I was up until like six o'clock this morning working on scheduling stuff and that's yeah. just my <laughs> that's pretty normal for me yeah I sleep all day and I stay up all night so uh, it's fine like the song so you just woke up right yeah I, I got up at about 4 o'clock today nice <laughs> which I, I messaged Michael I was like hey I just want to let you know that I'm bumming it real hard today I've been really lazy I plan on getting up at noon and like getting more stuff done with my house <laughs> and I slept till 4 <laughs> I, I get it those were the days oh. oh my gosh remember when you could do that and not be affected I can't remember when I last slept till eight. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that was what? today. <laughs> I slept until eight today. I just got the look. That's, that's what happened. You have, yeah. you, have a, a, you have an accountability partner in the room. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I remembered. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No getting away with your lies tonight, Timothy. <laughs> so you're you're uh, a Covingtonite now. And you're yes. two weeks in. You're you're a newborn in the world of Covington. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have plans to try to 
get into even like focus more on playing in Covington now, and I assume by proxy. OTR, yeah. Hamilton, all that jazz, staying so, in there. So, uh, basically, the, re- the reason I chose Covington was because I'm down here so much already. I was living in Fairfield before and was driving, it's like 40 minutes one way, no mm. matter where. And I play five or six shows a week. Yeah. And so, I spent a lot of time in my car. So, I wanted to be more central to, I, because I play mostly down this way. Yeah. Um, I don't really play much out, like, in Hamilton or Westchester. I, I do, but not. It's not may- as much, yeah. It's maybe one show a month. Compared yeah. to, I'm usually in Covington once a week, <laughs> and so um, it just made more sense, and it's been so much nicer. I'm not in my car nearly as much. Like I get done with a show, and I pack up, and I'm home within 15 minutes instead of an hour. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> what a it's world. so much better. I love it so much, and it's nice too because I have so many friends down here, and so it's been, I, I you know. Nobody, nobody wants to drive to Fairfield. There's nothing no. to do in Fairfield. <laughs> no, I can tell you five minutes. No. No. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants to do that. So it's been nicer because I, I can actually like hang out with people now too. So <laughs> yeah, it's good. I, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's, it's just um, much more central. So I mean, I'm always looking to play more everywhere. To answer your question, yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm doing. I, I'm not necessarily going out of my way to try to play more in Covington per se. It was just more of an of a thing of ease it's way closer yeah yeah i understand yeah so that way you can you can sleep a little bit longer yeah 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 <laughs> you can hit that you can hit that train and honestly i've gotten more hit, done with this like PM. yeah I've, I've i've been so much more productive the last two weeks like focusing on music stuff and i don't know if it's because of just that i feel like i have more time or that i'm it's my first time living by myself i don't know but yeah. This is your first time living by yourself. Yeah, completely oh, by myself. This is all new. Yeah. Yep. It's great. It's awesome. No offense, Gloria. I love it. <laughs> so let's go way, way, way back. Um, when did you start playing music, or when did you become interested in playing music? So uh, my mom jokes that I could sing before I could talk. And so it's literally always been something I've done. But does she laugh at you, like in a condescending <laughs> way when she makes no, that joke? No, no, not at all. No, Do my... you need help? Is that why you moved out? <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, no. Finally? No, Is your my... mother abusive? <laughs> no, my parents are like the most amazing, supportive people in the world. Um, so they, they realized from, from the time I was young that I uh, had a, a, an uncanny ability to be able to sing on key for a toddler. <laughs> Because um, let's be honest, children are awful yeah, performers yeah. for the most part. And they are our future. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, I'm afraid because <laughs> I've seen some children perform in like <clears throat> plays at school mm-hmm. and at church, and they are terrible. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've seen these children walk across a stage. They don't know their lines. Mm-hmm. They can't sing on key. Mm-hmm. Their costumes are trash. <laughs> It's awful. But Children should not be allowed no on stage. <laughs> no, if you if you've ever saw a ch- child on stage doing well, you're kind of like, mm, I kind of wanted them to just tip over the microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you want. You want them to go, hey, mom. Yeah, you, you should. Stuff over. You should not be at the level you're at. Either you get out of this elementary school and get into local community theater and right. work your way up that way. Or you just go sit down. You don't belong here. Right. So you, right now you're just showing off, and you're terrible. <laughs> so by Michael's the way, a, Michael's a freelance children's theater critic. <laughs> uh, by the well, way. also am a uh, uh, a stage mom for hire. So if you don't want to, <laughs> if you don't want to invest that much into your child's future, allow me. You're on it. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, for $100 a the night. The one screaming at the director, why isn't my child in the front row? And they'll say, you have to leave. The police are on <laughs> <Right>. the way. <laughs> Michael will literally go up on stage and pick up children and move them. I will, because they he have will. no sense for of stage direction. For $100 a night, he'll do that. Stage left, right. I said. <laughs> I was in one production of Grease in high school, so I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, so your, your parents are very supportive, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yes. <laughs> Let's get back to you. <laughs> um, so I started performing when I was around four or five years old. Yeah. Uh, in church. And like Beyonce. Yeah. You're the Beyonce of Fairfield? Is that what you're saying? This I is the comparison you're making? That, that's a, that's a, quite a comparison to make. I don't oh, know if I'd go yes. that far. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I heard. We're going all in. You heard it here, kids. Then uh, from there, I just uh, was always singing. Got my first guitar around uh, right before I turned 12. Can you, no, go, can you go back and say, I got my first real six? I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> oh, Tim, you're a hero. <laughs> <laughs> Bought it where? Five and dime. Five and dime. Yes. So you got your first guitar. Yes, got my first guitar right before I turned 12. Taught nice. myself how to play. I've always written lyrics, even though most of them were, you know, as a child, they didn't make any sense. Oh, would, they were trash. Yeah. You can say it. Oh, they yeah, were we absolutely. talked about the kids already. <laughs> I would carry notebooks with me everywhere I went and would just sit and just write and write and write. And, I mean, restaurants, waitresses would be like, oh, are you writing a letter? I'd be like, no, I'm writing songs. And they're like, oh. Wait, writing okay. a letter? How old are you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what year was this? That little girl's writing her congressman like they talk about on the radio. She's making a difference. No, no, no. She's writing lyrics about how no. she feels about that meal that you just As an eight-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, and then started, like, wrote, wrote my actual, like, real first song around 13. And I've uh, been, you know, uh, started playing in bars when I was 15. Um, so you're, like... You're not the Beyonce. You're the Jewel of Fairfield. <laughs> I think Jewel would be more accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you rode Jewel's a horse <laughs> all around Fairfield. <laughs> rode a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jewel. Yeah, yeah. Is and you also she rode horses around you, like. Yeah, isn't she from like Alaska? She is. Yeah, and she she would perform She would perform in biker bars, yeah. and when the police would raid, they would hide her in the women's room with the ladies. And oh my just, god, I just didn't know that because she wasn't supposed to be in there because yeah. she was fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I was, that never happened to you. No, my parents were always with me. Oh, fingers crossed. <laughs> let's go back and, and replay that. And uh, let's. Can you edit this? Can, can you can you tell us about when Steven. that happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wish I had a story like that. That would be. No. Oh, you can on this podcast. <laughs> you can make it whatever you want. Say whatever you want. <laughs> We've established we're not habitual liars. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the, my my parents uh, they were they were always with me when I would play in those bars. Yeah, I was always in choir all through high school. Did show choir, did theater. Went to college. Did not go to college for music. Music actually kind of took a little bit of a back burner spot when I was yeah. in college. I, I did. I still played. I still did. You know, here and there when I could. But um, school and work were kind of the focus. And then I graduated from Miami with a degree in creative writing. Um, I worked at B Dubs for seven years between high school and two years after I graduated from college. Yeah. And um, somewhere within that two-year period after I graduated, I started to realize that I was not doing what I should have been doing. That I wanted to do music more than anything. So I quit my full-time job. Kind of job hopped for a while trying to find something that was going to work. Mm-hmm. And nothing would work. And so I said, screw it. And in uh, August of 2016, I was just unemployed. And I started going to every open mic I could find, taking every free gig that I could pick up. Um, I moved back home with my parents. 
and um, just started playing wherever I could. Yeah. And um, now I've been doing it full time for two years and it's my my only source of income. Right now I'm on track to hit 250 shows this year. Wow. Um, wow we. Yeah. And turn uh, off that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and for a, and for a place like the Cincinnati area where the majority of the music is concentrated to the weekends, mm-hmm. like that means that you're hitting a lot of yeah. places through the year. A lot. Like that, you're <laughs> not at the same place very often yeah. twice. Yeah. That's that's quite a bit of work. Yeah, it's it's uh, I work very very hard. And it's something I take a lot of pride in. Um, I do all of my own booking. I do all of my own promotion. Um, I do everything pretty much. I, I, I do have a very supportive group in my corner. I'm very lucky. I do have friends that do help me to an extent. My parents are always, like I've said, they're incredibly supportive of what I do. The large majority of what I do is, is all on my own. And I take a lot of pride in that. It's something I've I've worked very hard to be able to say that I can do it, and I'm, I'm very proud of myself for it. And it's it's the best thing in the world too to just be able to be like, yeah, I, I make my living playing music, and I get to do this full time, and I don't have anybody I have to answer to, and I get to make my own schedule. I get to keep all the money. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I do I do enjoy playing with a band from time to time, um, but for the most part, it's just me and my guitar, and I go and I play three or four hours a night, and it's it's the best. I just really, rake in the yeah, dough. Yeah, yeah. And at this point, I can't imagine going back and doing anything else. It's just, I just, it's you're, not you're even... you're busy, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a lot of... I don't know if you could do anything else and do that. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I've had. I've had people like, well, you need to get like a, you know, a, a part-time job during the day or like go work a nine to five. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not going to be You're a like, thing. I got to sleep. <laughs> sleep has yeah. to happen sometimes. I have to sleep huh? at some point. And then I don't think people understand how much work really goes behind the scenes too. Um, I play over 400 covers. So that takes up a lot of, a lot of learning, learning things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, when it comes down to my actual, my creative side of my music, which, unfortunately, I haven't really been as focused on lately, but that is a whole other aspect in itself is just like, you know, I'm going and I'm playing covers most every night, but then I also have my my music that I write and that I work on yeah. and um, been trying to get things started for my second full-length album, and so that's that's a whole other beast in itself of like trying to find time to work on on that stuff. Yeah. So I don't have time to have another job. This is literally like, there's so much that goes into it. It's not just me showing up at a bar and playing for three or four hours. It's, like me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it and it's, but so I love if, it. It's great. If you play 400 songs, mm-hmm. 400 covers, and you're only playing for four hours, how fast are you playing? <laughs> oh, public school math. Let's do it. That's a, that's a, that's a really... I feel like it should be easy. Do you also take requests as you go along? Um, I, yes. So I have... Um, I actually have a friend who... Uh, two friends, the Whetstones, which I will call them out by name because they are amazing people. They've done so much for me. But uh, Joe Whetstone, she has uh, made menus for me of all of the songs that I play. Um, so That's I have cool, menus actually, yeah. that I set out on my merch table. Like a karaoke and, Yeah, bar. I tell people like, hey, if you want to come up and grab a menu and write down requests, bring the, the post-it note back up to me. I'll sing whatever you want to hear. Well, so And people fun. love that. People absolutely, yeah. like, they get such a kick out of, like, being able to go through and, like, 
just writing down. I, I will literally have people that will bring me like 20 songs. Like, okay, here you go. And that's I, my I whole, like, right, yeah. that's a whole basically a, like, a little bit more left, than guys. an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many songs. Like, yeah. I would have written down like chicken tenders. <laughs> Something like that. Also, can I get some barbecue on the side? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not honey mustard. If I see honey mustard. <laughs> throwing it all on the ground. <laughs> Which I feel like honey mustard is an early Beck song. So you might have, you might have something there. I'm sure. I'm going to call mine barbecue, though. I think barbecue is the better route to yeah, go. Yeah, it's better, safer, better call. Yeah. That's great. It's not... Thank you. I, I get to, because I work part-time um, at Fretboard Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, Playing there um, in like a week and a half. There it is. Bells. Weird. <laughs> oh, just go through it. Cool. I can't believe you're doing like working that much. Thank like, you. That's a lot. Yeah. It's, I, awesome. I just, like I said, I was up until 6 o'clock this morning, um, and I went through, and I, I, I put my... my I have six different websites that I put everything on. So it took me about two and a half hours to get December done. Because what I do is I go through and I, I do Facebook events. And then I have Reverb Nation. I have my website. I have Songkick. I have Bands in Town. I have Cincy Music. Yeah. And then what I also do with all of that, or what I've started to do now, is I make a graphic for each show. And mm-hmm. and, ta- and put that with the event and with the uh, on my website. And then I make weekly ones and then I make monthly ones so it takes me forever to like go through and do all of it so oh, yeah. it's, it's a lot <laughs> hi Bunny. <laughs> the elusive rabbit is out the mask <laughs> the official uh let's meet podcast mascot hello oh you're you know so what we'll we'll post photos of him it should be done oh, hasn't been, hasn't happened yet we should but. do we should do an interview with <laughs> dead air just asking questions yeah. have nothing happening yeah please <laughs> that would be kind of funny <coughs> I mean it has to be short <laughs> yes so let's talk about uh, some of your influences okay when you were growing up Let's do let's do it over a timeline. Kind of <laughs> so when you were young, who uh-huh. did you really love when your parents would turn the radio on? Then junior high, who did you who started the wheels turning towards the music thing? And then maybe high school, college, okay. who were your biggest influences? And then now, okay, what do you think about it? Ready, go. Okay, so <laughs> um, growing up, we listened to a lot of Christian radio. Um, so, um, so you totally understood the Jars of Clay reference. Yes, I did. I, yes, which Great. was amazing. I haven't heard Jars of Clay in forever. No one has. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, but, uh, we'll all do a rendition of Flood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll go around. Tell we'll close we'll do it around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, rain on my face. See, I remember. <laughs> you I remember did. That song. I think I said I, that. I, I captured the boredom. Yeah. His voice. Yeah, which is amazing. If there, if your face is being pelted with rain, right? you yeah. should have a little more emotion. Yeah, Dan. Like, rain. Rain. Rain again. Rain. Oh. Every day. <laughs> All right, so early um, childhood yeah. development. So, um, Jackie Flasquez was what my mom and I listened to a lot. Right on. Um, but I also mm-hmm. grew up on Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks. And so Stevie Nicks, overarching has had we actually got to go see Fleetwood Mac yeah the witches beat oh, the Christians yeah. every time yeah yeah exactly <laughs> now, we, we got to see Fleetwood Mac a couple weeks ago and that was a really my mom and I went I surprised her with tickets and it nice. was a lot of fun that's pretty awesome um, so Stevie Nicks had a really big um, more so now I'm, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself but more Don't. so now but yeah um, so um, and then I really liked um, Hilary Duff as a child I listened basically exclusively to Hilary just, Duff just Hilary Duff while she was a child well, and you don't like her as an adult, right? 
Well, she hasn't really been making music now. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I was I was a very big Hilary Duff fan. I sang a lot of... You were Annie. a Duff head? Yes. Yeah. I, well, yeah, sure, if that's a thing. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> it is that. A lot of Disney, you know, Disney stuff, because yeah. I was... You know, little. Um, and then there was a very, very, very big shift from um, about the age of 12. So I went from basically exclusively listening to Hilary Duff and, and performing Hilary Duff when I would do, like, competitions and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I discovered Evanescence. I knew it. I knew uh, it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew the two. Amy right. Heather. Amy Lee always is the transitional. Yes. Amazing vocals yes. and rock music. Yeah, yes. it's, it's, she's also, always. My mom doesn't hate it. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's the well, best perfect combination. Amy Lee is the is the marijuana of, of <laughs> That's a really good really good way adolescent to put it. music choices. Really great way to put it. Yeah, yeah. So I went from like um, wearing lots of color and listening to pop music mm. and then it was just like wearing all black. Stay in, stay in a hot topic. Just yeah. open it. Oh close. my god, yeah. And um scared the living hell out of my mom. Like she just was like, What is because she like they bought me the C D because it was when Bring Me to Life was out. And that was the only song that they'd heard. Yeah. Not that there's really I mean, Evanescence really never went super, 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 super dark. There's like no. maybe one song that's like And you said, of, Mom, the guy doing the background vocals is in a Christian exactly, band. Exactly, yeah. It's fine. I'm pretty sure that was actually a, a an angle that I use. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh, of course. Well, fine. Um, but she kind of, she got a little bit freaked out there for a while because it just was such a huge shift. And then I started listening to a lot of screamo music and like just complete 180 of just different styles of music. Yeah. And, um, but Evanescence was something that really stuck all, it never, it still has not gone away. It's still, they're still my favorite band. Um, and then, of course, Paramore was another big one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was the same band. <laughs> No. Are you sure? No, yes. you're, no you're <laughs> Tim, you doing that thing where we lie again? Yeah. All right, no, that's the same band. <laughs> so those those were the two biggest influences, and I mean, really, probably, I'd, I'd still probably cite that as th- those are my two favorite bands still. Um, so that was all through high school. And uh, then college, I guess I started kind of, I, I don't know, I, I listened to so, especially college to now I've listened to so many different artists I really started to kind of just like really open up to what I listen to yeah so um Sarah Bareilles is one of my absolute favorites she's an incredible songwriter yeah um so she's had a lot of impact over my songwriting I used to have her first album and I thought it was great yeah she's she's incredible uh you 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 would know yeah you would you would recognize you love song that one Yeah, Yeah. yeah So she's, uh, she's just, uh, which did, side note, do you know the story behind that song? Yes. It's incredible. Yeah. So she basically. Well, no, one, no one else knows it. Come on. <laughs> Edit point. <laughs> she basically wrote Love Song to her record label because they told her that she was writing too many sad songs. Yeah. And they wanted her to write a love song. Well, it's the one, and, one that I know, so even yeah. this, and so, her revenge song really, yeah, really works. It's, I'm not going to write you a love song because you asked for it because you need one. I'm not going to write you a she love really song. She really urinated on their breakfast cereal. <laughs> yeah, they just made bank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. were, that's how she, like, basically, okay that's what, it. like, blew her up. Here so. you go, dum-dums. Yeah. <laughs> So she's incredible. She's um, and she does a lot of a, a lot of really cool stuff. And she's doing musical theater more <laughs> yeah. now, though, right? Did she co-write Waitress? Yes, Is that what she it, what co-wrote, co-wrote Waitress, and um, I'm patiently waiting for her to start writing. 
<laughs> her music again, but Waitress is amazing, and um, I love I love the music in that. But yeah, so she's incredible. Um, Hailstorm's a big one. Um, I love everything about Lizzie Hale. She's just a, yeah. a badass. Um, went and saw them uh, for the second time in May, yeah. and she's on stage with stilettos, shredding Chicken her stuff. guitar yeah. while hitting these insane high notes. Like, just she's just amazing. Um, she's the new Sebastian Bach, <laughs> but like a really good guitarist. But yeah, yeah, like so much better. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I, I pull I pull influences, especially in, like in and trying to pinpoint my influences now is really hard because I do listen to so much different kinds of uh, music and just a range of artists. I'll I'll hear a song that I've never heard before by an artist I've never heard. And I'm like, oh, that's amazing, and then I'll like add it into a playlist of just like things that inspire me. And it's just, I couldn't even tell you who it is yeah. or you know anything what, like what's that. What's the most recent one that you did that with? Uh, Please don't say Migos. No. <laughs> That's a great question. I just added something last night, but I, it's the perfect example of that, that I yeah, don't know I the artist no or the song. And it was just such a good song that I was just like, oh, I want to listen to this more. And I want to like pull from this more. But uh, no, I, I just, I have a lot of, um, basically any, obviously because I'm a female songwriter, any female songwriter I'm going to kind of gravitate more toward. Yeah. I have a very big voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anybody that is somebody that can belt a lot, I'm kind of more drawn to stuff like that. Right on. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of all over the board. I, the only thing I really don't listen much of is, is country music. And <laughs> basically everything else is fair game. That's really what our podcast is centralized on. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we were going to try to see if we could get you into well, a strip of Well, <laughs> But, no, no, no. We do real country music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wheeler Walker Jr. Okay. Uh, Sturgill Simpson. Tim's favorite. Hate he hates Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> I, I think he's great. I think he's brilliant. Even even with what it is, which is like old school country, I'm still like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not my thing. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace, uh, Roy Clark. My God. Mm. What a hero. Um, so <laughs> speaking of that, <laughs> I said that like I, I said that like I didn't mean it, didn't I? I meant it. I think that was great. Um, would you mind performing a song for us? Absolutely. Real quick? Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On our next episode, Kyla plays us her song "Heavy" with her baby hands, and it's great. And this is the only recording of it ever. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet. You. Let's meet. Hello. Let's hey, meet. what you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs>